Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Recent research shows that many U.S. teenagers are skipping books and other print publications in favor of social media. Will the trend continue? With this story, here's InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. A new study raises concerns about what digital media is doing to teenagers' ability to focus for long periods of time and read long articles, skills they're going to need in college to understand complex issues. The study quantifies teenagers' use of digital media, showing they're consuming much less traditional media like books, newspapers, and TV. Joining us now is the study's lead author, Jean Twangy, author of the book iGen and professor of psychology at San Diego State University. Professor, before we dive into the nuts and bolts of the study, first tell us what aspects of digital media might leave a teenager struggling to read those college books. Well... Social media, for example, usually just has short bits of text. Same thing with when you text a friend, it's usually not going to be a few paragraphs. And overall, when teens spend a lot of time on digital media, they tend to switch tasks really quickly. They'll do one thing and then a few seconds later do something else. The other aspect is they spend so much time on digital media, six to eight hours a day during leisure time, that doesn't leave a lot of time left over for things like reading books. And it's not just the short messages, but the computer screens blast them with too many choices for their attention? Well, that's one possibility, and we need more research to explore that. But certainly, if you spent most of your leisure time switching between tasks every few seconds, it's going to be very difficult to sit down and read a book for more than a few minutes at a time. And as I understand it from your study, the concern is not just will kids learn the material in college, but can they actually go ahead and think through what the material means and how to apply it? Is that part of it? It is, because the Internet gives us access to so much information, and it's great for that, but it tends not to be as conducive to reading long-form text. So a long magazine article or a book... You can read that online, but that isn't what teens seem to be doing. They're spending a lot more of their time reading these shorter snippets of text, and those are just not as good for developing critical thinking skills and really understanding complex issues. And even though people download entire books, as you were suggesting, on electronic readers, I understand you made a startling discovery, didn't you, that reading itself has actually declined in the next generation? Well, what we found was there's been a really large decline in the percentage of teens who say they read books, magazines, and newspapers almost every day. Back in 1976, it was 60%, and by 2016, it was only 16%. There's also been a big uptick in the number of teens who say that they don't read books for pleasure at all. That used to be only around 10% in the 1970s, and then by 2016, it was one out of three. So in terms of the overall media use then, and you were hinting at this before, let's take the 12th graders. Are they the ones spending about six hours a day on digital media? Yeah, so 12th graders spend about six hours a day on just three digital media activities. General time online, which includes gaming, texting, and social media. It doesn't include things like watching videos online, so the actual number is probably higher than six hours a day. And how did that compare with 10th and 8th graders? 10th graders was about five hours a day and 8th graders about four, so it tends to grow as they get older. 
We're visiting with Jean Twangy, author of the book iGen and professor of psychology at San Diego State University, on a new study about teenagers' use of digital media. Professor, is this trend toward teenagers using more digital media rather than traditional media affecting their intelligence? Well, most studies suggest that IQ has actually increased over time, that each successive generation actually gets a little bit smarter. But there's a big difference between IQ and things like reading ability and then also the ability to think critically and also to understand complex issues and also to have the attention span necessary to read the long-form text that will help develop those critical thinking and complex thinking skills. So they may have the intelligence, but is it possible that their reading activity or lack thereof is inhibiting their ability to use or leverage that intelligence? It certainly could be. And you know, what's so interesting to me is that reading books is actually easier now than it was before the Internet. It's really easy to order books online, and it's also easy to read books on a tablet or on you know, an e-reader. So you can buy a book and read it instantly. And that counts as reading in those questions that were asked of teenagers, because when they're asked if they read books and magazines and newspapers, it doesn't specify format. It could be on a digital device, yet reading is still declined. Let's talk about what makes a person well-rounded in life. I saw in your study a graphic showing that among 8th and 10th graders from 1991 to 2016, going to a movie at least once a month, which is another traditional media activity, going to a movie dropped from 70% to near 50%. Can you draw any conclusions, Professor, about what this does to teenagers' social development? Yeah, that's the interesting thing. You know, my best guess is that teens are watching just as many movies and possibly even more than they were 10 or 20 years ago, but they're watching them at home. Instead of, say, going out with friends, kind of traditional teenage weekend activity, you go with a group of friends to go see a movie, and that's now less common. So movies have become more of an individual experience and less of a collective one. And there's certainly some advantages to that, but it also is one of many indicators that teens are not spending as much time with each other face-to-face as they used to. Professor, should schools in grades 1 through 12 have curriculum that not only requires long-form reading, but actually teaches children about what you're talking about today, the effects of consuming digital media as opposed to traditional media? I think the most urgent need is that education teach students how to evaluate the information that they find online. So they need to be able to think critically about the source of what they're seeing and learn how to question some of the sources they may come across. So I think that's one of the most critical skills in the digital age. And of course, parents already have a lot on their plates, just paying bills and keeping the households running. But can they do anything to keep their kids interested in reading long form and developing these skills that you're talking about for critical thinking? Well, there's the standard advice to have a house with a lot of books in it, that they're around and easy to access. The other piece of advice is simply that digital media should not be taking up all of teens' leisure time. And for many teens, that is the case. So I think as parents, I have three kids myself, I think our role is to set limits. And we set limits on how much dessert our kids can have and how late they can stay up. And I think digital media should be no different. 
that there should be a limit on the amount of time kids spend with digital media. The research suggests that can be up to two hours a day. That's still a fair amount of time. And that's enough to be able to do a lot of the activities that they love to do and gather information and keep in touch with friends and so on. But if it's limited, then that allows enough time for these other more beneficial activities, such as reading books and magazines. Professor Jean Twangy, author of the book iGen and professor of psychology at San Diego State University, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.